You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be an edible experience. And follow us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar. And feel free to hit us up uh, if you have comments, questions, and concerns at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. Um, today I am joined by just one temporarily, uh, of my hardworking, amazing producers and co-hosts right now. I have an audience, an audience in the studio with me, uh, the phenomenal, the never to be underestimated, the pretty boy himself, James Brandon. Good morning, everybody. And unfortunately the beautiful, voluptuous, resident voice of hospitality and custodian of truth, my sister Maria Renee, will be here shortly. She's a little delayed. That's okay. Life happens. I taught her to make sure she takes care of herself first. Um, so uh, let's go right into the shout outs. I think today is going to be a nice, easy, breezy, educational episode. Uh, so yeah, let's go right into the shout outs so we can get into the meat because I'm excited to talk about this. So since it's just James and I, James, go ahead and do your shout out. I want to shout out all of the homosexuals all around the world. It is June 1st, which means it is the beginning of Pride Month. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Um, let's live our best gay lives and piss everyone off while we're doing it. So <laughs> I'm very excited for it to be Pride Month, even though I live pridefully every single day and stand up in my truth. It's very exciting just to be around um, people like myself that are just excited and happy and they don't mind expressing themselves um, to the rest of the world. So happy Pride Month, everyone. What about you? you I agree. That's awesome. And shout out to the LGBT community. Um, everybody's beautiful. I don't think that anybody is ugly no matter what society says. So shout out to the LGBT community. Fuck society. And hey, live your best life because I know for damn sure I am. Live so, your best gay life. Okay. I said best life because I want to generalize it to everybody because I want everybody <laughs> to live their best life, not just the gay people. This month, I want everybody to live their best life. This month is about us homosexuals. <sighs> <laughs> this guy this guy all right so um for my shout out i <laughs> i never know who to shout out or what to shout out but um i think what i'm gonna shout out today is actually i don't know i was i was thinking that while i was saying that that it would come to me <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't really come to me so it's okay let me help you figure out something Let's figure out something to shout out. Let's see. Um, I want to shout out to 
the doggy girl right now no it's not brown oh don't want to shout out mumsy no i did that already you can shout out blue yeah blue because she jumps up into the car now <laughs> you know what that's awesome we all gotta shout out blue because blue does jump up into the car now at almost three years old she can finally jump into the back of my suv so shout out to blue for being able to jump into the back of my suv however that does present some problems because i was advised that because she does that that could cause what's it called hip dysplasia oh and her hips can become displaced because she's jumping so high i'm like what the f- well so, she's living her best life jumping you she's know she's living her best canine life <laughs> she is i wish she that she would have jumped into my car when i had to pick her up from daycare <laughs> that one day but instead i had to pick her up and put her in my car which she could have easily just walked into she didn't even need to jump into it yeah. but she sat there looking at me like aren't you gonna pick me to fuck she's up like my daddy <laughs> does it so you should too Hmm. I so was like, okay, Blue. Yeah, and you did it because you know she's cute and she's spoiled. She's spoiled. So. She is a little blue ham. But I guess she decided I don't need this anymore. I got because literally she just did it one day. I was like, oh, is this gonna be a new thing now? Mm-hmm. Oh, and shout out! I will shout Blue out again because I believe she's about to save me some money. So, <laughs> <laughs> Blue's Gam Gam, my mom. Hey, mommy. Um, she. I had forgotten to buy the toppers because Blue likes the little toppers on her dry food or whatever, and I forgotten to buy those toppers. And so uh, she would she doesn't eat she does not eat her dry food without the topper because she feels like she used to have some gravy and some sauce and some chunks of meat to go with her dry food. This was not not what she was accustomed to for the nearly two years. Um, but then all of a sudden she just wouldn't eat. So I started using the toppers. So now she will only eat her food with the toppers until her gam gam one day, the other, actually maybe yesterday I was at work. I said, okay, blue hasn't eaten breakfast. I had to go back home at lunch and pick her her topper so she can put it on top of her dry food and she can eat blah, blah, blah. And Mumsy, she put some, a little bit of water in the bottom. She started up in there right heated it up a little bit for blue and for some reason blue ate it now i did add a little bit of vegetable broth on top of it that morning to see if it would convince her to eat it but she didn't but mumsy put a little water in there you know mumsy mumsy made it whatever blue likes and she ate the dry food with a a little bit of vegetable broth and some water in there i was like oh wow so i tried it last night for dinner I put a little bit of vegetable broth in there, warmed it up for her. So she had little, little heat on it. It wasn't hot, little heat on it. So her dry food had a little vegetable broth. Blue ate her dinner. I tried it again this morning. I said, okay, now we're going three, three for three to none. So let's see, see if we can get this third one in. So I did it again. She ate her dry food again. So the good news is I have not opened her toppers yet because I went and bought two packs of toppers, which last for six okay. days apiece. So that'll be like 20 something dollars that I can save. I can take that back to the grocery store and like she can eat her dry food as God intended her to. Good. Good. <laughs> so shout out to Blue for eating your dry food without the topper on it, boo. Daddy well, loves you. Also shout out to Mumsy because if Mumsy hadn't done that, then you probably would still be Absolutely. throwing them toppers right on that food. See, so. a mother's intuition, right? Exactly. A mother's intuition. That's what exactly. I'm talking about. She was like, Blue, you're not about to be picky up in here anymore. Right. You're a dog. <laughs> That's what she said. She always tells me, well, you're, you're a, a dog. dog. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Okay, so Blue's a dog. So shout out to Mumsy for 
her motherly instincts with her grand dog. And shout out to Blue for being open to Gam Gam's uh, motherly instincts. That was awesome. And yes. it's going to save daddy so much money. Yeah. <sighs> saving money. <sighs> Love it. I can invest it now. All right. So. <laughs> random question of the day and it's mm. yeah it's gonna be one of those for you i got two actually i got two okay and since you're the only one here you have to be the unfortunate recipient of it because when maria renee does get here i do believe she will have her 16 year old uh, god baby with her and the first question is just not appropriate to me 16 year old to know all about it they so do. it's fine still she probably is on instagram and facebook she <laughs> listens to the city girl she's talking about act up you can get snatched up oh my god and popping pussy on the handstand and stuff so she'll be all right my goodness well anyway <laughs> marie renee is not here <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and do it anyway so here's the first random question of the day that we will answer Sexually, if you were an animal, which animal would you be and why? Huh? What do you mean sexually? If you were an animal, okay. if, you, if you had to think about your sex life and describe yourself as an animal, which one would you be? I don't know because I don't pay attention to animal sex lives. <laughs> You are really making this so know. complex. This I don't pay attention to animal sex lives. I'm not saying literally the animal's sex life. I'm saying the characteristics of an animal. Would you be a monkey because you're very flexible or would you be a bird because you're, <laughs> I don't know, you fly really high and you f f drop down on it, whatever. I don't know. Shit. Like, hmm. are you a, a black widow because you kill your mate when you're done having sex? I mean, Anything like that? Are you a dog because you like to hit from the back or whatever you like to do? Oh so my goodness! That's what I'm saying. So if you were an animal, uh, how about you answer first? What are you? <laughs> what animal are you, and why? I would call myself a snake because I can, particularly a sidewinding snake, because I could slither and I could sidewind and go forward and backwards, and I can get it in. Snakes are very good at moving their bodies, and so am I. That I would sounds, say I'm a snake. That sounds nasty. And they um, got the little tongue action, too. <laughs> exactly, little tongue. <laughs> That's not what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that is what Blue does with her tongue. <laughs> that is what a dog does. They're like <clears throat> drinking their water. Um, I... Let's see. I am very flexible. Well, maybe not very flexible. I used to be very flexible when I used to stretch all the time. You were a cheerleader. When I was a cheerleader. Captain. Yes. Captain. I'm sorry, cheerleader. Captain. Captain. Forgive me, cheerleader captain. I was in charge of the girls. I'm still in charge of the girls. <laughs> but I was, you guys definitely, <laughs> I was definitely in charge of the girls then because I was the only male on the team. Um, let's see. Sexually, if I was an Entomol. I don't know. I really don't know. You could be a Canadian geese because you can be fierce and ferocious. <laughs> a Canadian goose. <laughs> Which Fuck you, you. You know I hate geese. Geese are the d demons. The, I swear they are demons. All geese are the Canadian ones. All of them. Okay. All of the geese are demons. They're all out to get me. They are when plotting against me. Have you ever had me. an experience with any other goose aside from the Canadian ones? 
I don't fucking know. All I know <laughs> is when I go to Gallup Park, minding my business, all I'm trying to do is listen to a little, you know, Janae Aiko or SZA. I'm just walking and minding my business, and here come all the damn geese. <laughs> looking at me and they're inching towards me and they like to move their neck around and I just want to walk peacefully through the park and they always seem to have to bother me so okay. fuck the geese um, let's see I I like birds birds are pretty maybe I'll be a butterfly because I'm soft <laughs> <laughs> okay soft I don't know. okay that works so you said I, I like birds. Know. Birds are pretty. Then you go to I like I'll be a butterfly. So you do know that butterflies know. are not birds. They I know that butter. Yes, I know that butterflies okay. are not birds, but they're pretty, and I'm pretty. So okay. so you're pretty. I'll just and you're be soft. a butterfly because I'm pretty. Okay. There we go. I'll yeah. just stick with that because I don't know what animal I am sexually. So yeah, you're a prude. So I don't know. I'm not a prude. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're a prude. I am not a prude. So. Um, here's the second question of the day. What is it? Think about your parents. Oh. And what is one positive trait you picked up? And what is one <laughs> negative trait you picked up? This is triggering. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, well, let me. Uh, so I can think about a parent if I'm thinking about directly the people that created me because I'm not quite sure what one of them is doing with his life or what I picked up from him or did not pick up from him because I haven't been around him since I was like 10. Um, so, But he still taught you something. No. He taught you how not to be a father. You, so you that, are could, very, that could you, be a positive thing. He taught trait. me how just to how not to act in general because he is a horrible, terrible person. Antonio Taylor, you. Um, <sighs> so... Let's see. So, okay. So, um, father did teach me how to not act um, because he is definitely not a good role model. Um, what about teen teen? What is a positive trait I picked up from teen teen? I don't know. You can't use my negative trait, by the way. I just gave that to you. You have to find a new one from Teen Teen. Or no, I'm going to use that Antonio. one. I'm going to use that one. But Teen Teen, something negative that I picked up from her is probably her stubbornness. I knew you were going to say She's that. She's stubborn. Very stubborn. And it drives me crazy. But I'm also stubborn. So I guess I really can't say anything. <laughs> and then you're stubborn, too. But then let's see what else. Who's what stubborn? Is, what, what, uh, I'm not your parent. I have nothing to do with this. What's a positive trait I picked up from my mom? I guess this could be a positive and a negative trait, but um, are you over there taking photos of yourself? Yes, I am snapping <laughs> a shot of myself. Oh, goodness. Um, something positive that I picked up from my mom is maybe her, her caring. I don't know. Maybe. She's a very caring person. She's a caring person. But it can get herself in trouble sometime. It can get herself in trouble sometimes. It can get her in trouble sometimes. How so? so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What about you? You're not even paying attention. I'm definitely paying attention. I'm just trying to snap some shots for a social media. Mm-hmm. So, a negative trait I picked up from Mumsy... Uh, well, no, I well, I had, I did. Uh, I would say poor communication because Mumsy does not communicate well when she's frustrated or upset. Uh, 
Okay. And uh, it's, and this is not just her particularly, so I'm not picking on her, but this is something she possesses that I have worked really hard to offset for myself. But it's kind of like a lot of African-American people, a lot, maybe people in general, but I'm speaking to my people right now, particularly is that when someone is offended by you, you discredit how they feel. You, you're making that up in your mind. You don't validate, you invalidate them immediately instead of saying, mm-hmm. you know what, if that's how I made you feel since that is how I made you feel, I apologize. And I'll work with you to help you help you not feel that way. Or I don't agree with you, but I completely understand how you might feel that way. Or I may not understand and I don't agree, but because I did do that, I'm sorry. A lot of people, including Mumsy, um, and including me at some point in my life, uh, we don't take ownership of the stuff that we put out sometimes. So we'll do something and then we don't always know how to say, I'm sorry, or forgive me, or whatever the case is, whatever we need, or whatever the person mm-hmm. needs at that time, we don't always know how to do that. So that would be a negative trait. The positive trait I picked up from my mom is I'm a big time helper of people. I love helping people. My mom is the biggest people helper. She will Mm -hmm. give you the clothes off her back if she has to. She will put together a group of people and find like one lady we had. She there's a lady who had some challenges in life and she, along with my recently deceased aunt Betty, they uh, went, they got a U-Haul of course, I had to drive it, mm-hmm. and they got a group of people together, and they just went and picked up stuff on the U-Haul that people wanted to donate to this family who needed furniture for their new house. They had been homeless for a while, so my mom and Aunt Betty went and got this this U-Haul and picked up different things from different people, and it was really touching. It was a beautiful thing to see, and I really appreciated that. My mom has always been like that, but I believe she gets that from my grandparents because they were clergy people and so you know I think that's amazing so that's something I have it's something I'm really wanting to make my life's work and that's what I'm doing now so um, I got that from my mom I think that's amazing very giving very um, very helpful so that is great I think so that is great I agree I'm gonna I do think you can be very helpful one negative and one positive for my biological father so a positive thing I got from my biological father is that I learned that I do not want to be an alcoholic because um, I think that alcoholism will destroy life mm-hmm. and I don't want to be what he was. Um, and I get it. I believe that alcoholism is hereditary. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. please feel free to email us and write me if I'm wrong. But I believe alcoholism is hereditary. And a lot of people on my dad's side suffer with or have died from alcoholism. So um, I, that was positive that he taught me that I should not be an alcoholic. And he did not teach me by saying that because there was no valuable time that we had together. And he did not add any value to my life except for to teach me what not to do. But watching him and watching my aunts and uncles, I learned that alcoholism is something that that I do not want to do. So that's a positive. It's a very positive thing. Negative trait is I think that, and I can't really articulate what it is, but I can say that I have sustained some negative impact from not having a dad in my life. Although I have my grandpa and Uncle Quincy, um, I, I feel as though there were 
there's something that I missed out on. And maybe I dodged a bullet. I don't know. But I think that a kid needs a dad. And I think a kid needs a mom. And I didn't have the dad. So I whatever it is that I can't articulate, there's got to be some negative trait from that, whether it's being able to trust people or uh, my development into a man, which I turned into a great man. But there may be some more that I could have benefited from by having a dad. So that's the negative for me. What do you what do you think you could have learned from having a father in your life rather than just a father figure? And what's the difference between a father figure and, and having someone that you actually call dad? Because the uh, father is literally just a man that has a child. So we call him father because he's a man that has a child. So now what can he teach you that a man that does that is not your biological father can't teach you? Um, I don't know that there's anything particularly, but I know that there is a difference of feeling when I can say there is nobody in my life that I call dad. Mm-hmm. That leaves a void for a kid. There, there was literally nobody that I called dad or papa. Uh, well, I take that back. You know, I got my mentor who I call pop, you know, but that's different. You know, he's more of a mentor figure, but I'm talking about mm-hmm. like a bona fide dad that like, kicked my ass when I was really bad or punished me or, you know, had the power and authority and I respected as a father figure in that way. Um, I didn't have that. And so I think that me not having that, I think it's a different connection with the father figure. Cause like my grandfather was awesome and he and I were close and my uncle Quincy and he and I are close, great relationships, but it's a difference with their father figures versus actual Dad, because he had my granddad kicked my ass, my uncle Quincy mm-hmm. kicked my ass. Um, but still having that actual dad, the the man who like squirted you out of his penis. Oh my gosh, you always um, have. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I'm just saying, I think that it had a. It, I, I just feel like it would have a stronger impact, and so I think that even with Father's Day coming up, I think that's going to definitely be part of the episode that we do for Father's Day. Are you looking at it based on others, other people's relationships? With Because how can you say you were missing something in your life if you never had it to begin with? I am. I'm based on an archetype of what a family looks like. Of what society has painted a family to look like. Correct. Which could... In, even, uh, even tribal Africa had a family structure. Mm-hmm. So where we came from still had a family structure. Right. So that society global society has a father mother and children they have that structure as far as i'm aware and that's the one i'm most and most people are most familiar with so do you think a child that has i'm sorry to keep asking you questions yeah, i think this, this is very is like interesting content for the father's you, day episode as i said a few minutes ago okay well we can keep it for then no we, we can, can go because we can this, this actually can go a lot further and a lot deeper so you can continue with your line of questioning because i have even more for the episode and so I want to ask, so a child that has two mothers, are they missing out on something because they don't have a father? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know that they're missing out. Well, yes, to some degree. I think they're missing out on having that. They're missing out on having the traditional family structure. Not that it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a negative. But they are missing out on having that traditional family structure because they go to school and everybody else has a mom and a dad and it's the child. And there's, But then you have a mom and a mom or a dad and a dad. Either way, it's kind of like, huh, wow, 
I wonder what that feels like. So they're missing out on that. But the flip side of that is the kids in the traditional family structure, they're missing out on having a dad and a dad and having a mom and a mom. You see what I mean? So it's a kind of a, it's still a flip structure, it's still a flip. Yeah, but this traditional structure that you speak of is something that us humans have created. So this traditional like created this, race. Right. So this archetype of what a family looks like, a man and a woman raising a child. Although a child is created by a man and a woman, we have come with so many um advancements in, in science to be able to, a woman can have a child without actually needing to have sex with a man. She still needs to use a man's sperm to have that child. But a single parent, I think, can, because essentially a father is, li- like I said, it's literally just a man that has a child. Correct. So there is, and most parents, when they have a child, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So how, who are we to say that someone is missing out on something because they have, uh, you know, a mom and a mom rather than a father and a father? What if one of the parents wants to be called father? Are they still missing out on it just because someone that's raising them doesn't have a penis? Because that person that has the penis versus the person that has a vagina can have the same exact perspective and way that they want to raise the child. So how is it any different? Hmm. Good point. I think that I'm not saying so. You say missing out, and I'm saying missing out, and I'm not saying it in a negative way. I think that anything that we don't have, anything that we can't experience or can have not experienced, I think that it's a miss out, and missing out is not bad. Missing out on having a dad in the absence of a dad in the presence of a mother-mother or a daddy-daddy household is not a negative thing. You're still missing out on a traditional family structure, and traditional as defined by society. Maybe that's not the right word, but what we would deem as traditional but the kids in a like i said traditional household they miss out on having the uh, uh newer more i would even call it uh better in some ways structure of mommy mommy or daddy daddy or the same gen the same gender uh loving household i don't think that missing out in either case is bad it just is what it is yeah I think what rubs me the wrong way about it is because a lot of people, and this is personal and you may be able to relate as well, is that a lot of people say that a lot of men that are gay are gay because they didn't have a father figure in their life. Oh, well, if they would have had a father figure, then they, um, they would have made them gay. And it's like, no, sweetie, I was going to suck dick either way. So <laughs> I, I literally came came out the pussy wanting to do that. So wow. I... You know, I think that's what rubs me the wrong way about it when we talk about a traditional family structure because there are a lot of gay men, a lot of very successful gay men out in this world that had that father figure in their life and also or didn't have a mom. And there are a lot of women as well that are lesbians that had a father figure and a mother figure or whatever we want to call them. Um, because just because someone has a man that's raising them doesn't mean that that was a father figure. It could have very well been a mother figure because we we look at these traits and the things that people do as making them masculine and feminine rather than the energy that that person brings being masculine and feminine. So I think that's why I kept asking you questions. That's why it kind of rubs me the wrong way so I can I completely get it. But I do see, you know, I mean, do I don't think I've missed out on not having a father figure in my life. Um, I do have, have a, a father figure. Um, I have a stepdad in my life. He came about when I was like what seventeen, so I was already older. And so then, did you have a father figure in your life? Was Larry a father figure? Uh, no, 
Did you have a dad? Did you call, call anybody dad? No. Okay, so you missed out. And I'm not saying that you missed anything particular. You missed out on the experience still. I may have missed out on an experience of being able to call someone father, but I know the guy that biologically helped create me is no good. Not a father figure. Right. So it wouldn't have mattered either way if I would have had him in my life. But maybe I would have missed out on experiences. But then us talking about experiences is going is going to go into um, toxic masculinity and these standards that we set for people. So if I would have had that father figure in my life, are we saying he would have played football with me? We would have been roughing it and toughing it. You know, I would have had those experiences rather than just, you know, but I played baseball and my mom was the one that took me to baseball practice. So isn't that normally something that a father figure would have done but for their son? Gender you know? roles. I'm not really, exactly. I'm not really talking about gender roles. I'm talking about having that parent to help guide coach and rear you to be whoever it is you want to be. My ideal father is the guy like the, okay. Like the movie love Simon, uh, the movie about the young boy, um, the young Caucasian boy who, was secret but he was being gay in secret because he didn't feel comfortable coming out when he finally did come out his dad eventually came to him and was crying because he's like I'm sorry about all the gay jokes I made I'm sorry that I wasn't there I'm sorry I didn't see it I, mm-hmm. I want you to know I love you you're perfect as you are blah 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 that is the ideal father that's not something I would expect to see in I'm not gonna say in the, in the brown community because there are dads out there like that in the brown community. They don't mm-hmm. give two fucks what their child is sexually. They love their kids, yes, and love their kids so much. And I know a few of them, so I won't say this is what I would expect, but it's less likely in the brown community. But that would be my ideal. Um, hell, even <laughs> my uncle Quincy at one point was like, he he was drunk. It, it seems to be drunkenness has to precede the conversation about homosexuality or sexuality period because my Mm -hmm. older cousin the oldest grandchild of my grandparents he was drunk when he addressed me and asked me about sexuality my uncle Quincy was drunk when he was about to do it I knew that's where Mm -hmm. the conversation was about to go but he just didn't he chickened out at the last minute and I'm always open for that conversation but um, so it's less likely that there would be that support and that's what I would have liked I would have liked to feel like I had a protector feel like I had you know a, a consistent protector because my father figures while they were great grandpa and I was at grandparents house all the time but mm-hmm. not 24-7 I was with Uncle Quincy a lot but not 24-7 it would have been nice to have that father the person who helped create me because my mom is heterosexual uh, to be there for me, to support me, to knock me around. I needed it. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. So to have that bond, if that would have been a good bond at all. I see what you're saying. And I, I can look at it like a, um, what's his name? Dwayne Wade, the yeah. basketball player. Yeah. So, you know, there was a, there's been a picture floating around where him and all of these men are there in the basketball court. And, you know, his son is, um, has identified to be gay. You know, they took him to the gay pride parade and everything. And I it's, think it's, awesome. it's absolutely awesome. And the picture is Dwayne Wade. And then there's two guys, his son and two guys. And they're all like in their basketball shorts and tanks, you know, and they're all like sitting there chilling how normally I guess a male would sit. And I, I forget his name. Um, I don't, I want to say it's Kingston, but I don't think it is. So forgive me. But he is sitting there with his legs crossed with a book in his hand, just perched. And he just looks so comfortable. And those men look so comfortable being around him. And it's like that 
you're protected by all of these men and that father figure that you have in your life. So because no matter what the fuck you are, you're my son. You're my daughter. It doesn't right. matter if you're born my daughter. Now you want to be my son. You're my son. Whatever. Right. That's the kind of support and love that I think is important for. And I think that we're biologically and biologically bred to have both parents mm-hmm. to some degree, unless we didn't have it ourselves. And that's what I saw in my family. My grandma and grandpa were together for 70, maybe 80 years. Mm-hmm. I forgot. 80, so 80 years before they died. Time. You know, they, they, and then they had six children. So that's what I'm used to seeing. So either way, right, wrong, and different, traditional, non-traditional, that's just what I would have liked to have. So I get you. I do. I that do. went off on an amazing tangent. That it was did. great. It did. That was a great conversation. I mean, this is, after all, a podcast. And... It's going to be such a podcast because the studio is hot and I'm fixing to reach behind me and turn this air conditioner on. So you are going to hear some noise and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's very warm in here. It's very warm. (sighs) Yes. It's a little moist in here. It is. Uh, There it is. There it is. Some good old AC. Yes. Manufactured cold. Manufactured cold. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That was a good conversation. I thought that's and that's the point of the random question today. Sometimes it, you know, invokes some. Why are you sweating the stomach? You, I'm so hot. I'm about to take these clothes off. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I thought you was prude because you couldn't even talk about which sex animal you are. But because okay. I don't. Th- you said you are a snake because you slither and you get all up in there. And I'm sitting here thinking about an animal. Like what the fuck, do And I don't know. <laughs> I've never paid attention to any animals having every, sex. Let's let everybody know that you are not a. Come a, a, a creative thinker. I am a creative thinker. <laughs> I'm definitely a creative thinker. Just not thinking about what the fuck animal. I, am. <laughs> <laughs> I can be what is it? An ele- not an elephant. Those are. <laughs> Let's just. Let I can be, be a giraffe that's tall and majestic. A tall and majestic. Oh my goodness. Giraffe. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Maria Renee, is she here? Is she? I don't know. Is she? Is she? Is she? So is it Maria Renee? We we did listen. If you noticed any little distortion, we paused it for one quick second because our very own Maria Renee has finally joined us. Listen, I, okay. So let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my medicine though for my for my diabetical. You and I what? had to eat. And I was not having her come up here without eating and without medicine. She, it's not going to be my fault that something happened because I ain't having Mama and Jan and I know and I'm, about to, I'm about to um, switch my prescription from Kroger because I just can't. What? Are you they do too much at Kroger. I don't know. How, see, I would never think to go to Kroger. Mm-hmm. I, I know they have a pharmacy, but I would never think to go there. But when you go grocery shopping, I'm grocery shopping. I ain't had no problem. But I, today they were just doing them. I don't know because it was, it was Saturday or what, but. Probably. Until I find that black old pharmacist. And then CVS High. And Walgreens and Rite Aid. So. <laughs> Man, all of them. <laughs> I mean. There's Walmart. You done named about all Walmart of them. Right. That's too. what I'm saying. Walmart has a pharmacy too. Right? Uh, they sure do. They but it might be an actual. Because like Target has a pharmacy, but it's I think it's CVS, CVS inside yeah. of Target. So Walmart might be the Walmart same way. Walmart's too big to be. No, nah, Walmart. Like, no, nah, Walmart got their own. They got their own. own. They got their own bank. They got their own pharmacy. They got their own everything. The coins circulate. Okay. They all in. Yes. In there. Yes. Hey, y'all. Did you miss me? Yes, you did. <laughs> I mm. did your fantastic introduction, but and you I, were here for it. And I know y'all heard 
last week episode it was really wasn't it good it was so mm-hmm. so it good. was so good and i loved how we were able to tie in everything everything the topics that you were designing and the topics that i was designing we were able to merge it together because we brought well, the way we did it was we we actually talked about their journey through education and mm-hmm. school and then mm-hmm. we tied mm-hmm. that into boom everything it was just so just great it was it worked out so nicely i it loved did. it it did and it was funny Mm. It made me cackle and laugh. I spit out that's water. That's what everybody said. It was so funny. I think that's going to be one like, of our popular Nate, ones. You is a damn fool. A damn, yes. I even said it to you too. Yes, I you said, are. I told. I said as much as I fuss at you about different things, you add a lot of value to the show, and you do. You add a lot of value oh, to the show, hush. so I do appreciate Don't you. you. Do it, hush. Yes, and <laughs> James, I appreciate you too because you too add the a lot stallion. of value to the show. Thank yeah. you. What's the name? What was it, James the Stallion? James, James the, the Stallion. stallion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Father's Day is going to be good too. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And we were doing, we just had a whole conversation about the Father's Day. We're going to add more we breath to that and bit. depth to it to have mm-hmm. an actual Father's Day mm-hmm. uh, conversation. But I'm not going to ask you the first random question today because, oh, first of all, before we even do that, we have a Maya in the studio. Oh my God, baby, here y'all. Yes. <laughs> she, hey, Maya. She's as cute as a button. She got her Wear little, little cast tech shirt on. Cast tech shirt. She got these like sky blue coffin nails on. She's 16. <laughs> But she looked like a baby. She's yeah, she so got cute. a baby face. She's even so to be sixteen. Cute. Yes, mm. and I can't mic her up don't because her I didn't get permission from her legal guardian. So I can't mic her up because I don't want. No I mean, her issues. mama said she don't care, but that's still. Yeah, I need a signature. She, yeah, she got signed. I told mm. her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need a signature. But uh, I, I would. Trace don't care. I would have loved to have had a young perspective on the show today. But today's topic is kind of like I would have built a whole show just around little and Maya. And she shy. I don't think she was. You gonna talk if you was to get my. She oh. can come back. Well, she's, you said she with you for the summer. Oh. She can come back next weekend. I would love to oh, have I her back. Oh, I guess she gonna get. She want to get mic'd up now because I asked her in the car like, "You gonna?" Ah. She did say no. <laughs> I heard that. No. You want to come back next weekend? Because I'll build a whole show around something that you are interested in. Dope. She said she'll come back. Little Maya. Uh. Well, we gotta bring Chrissy too. Well, who's Chrissy? That's my other goddaughter. Okay. That's dope. We have a whole we do show I with the kids. It, with young the kids. people, I like young Ooh, brown so kids. So two can come on here too. Two, nah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> two could get up here so quick. Two could be like, "Hello, world." Hello. <laughs> my gonna, name's Daniel. <laughs> I'm gonna name my mommy's siblings: Manasio, Emmanuel. <laughs> Manasio <laughs> Little like, Mickey Mouse Club I cannot have Mickey Mouse on the show without the proper uh, Rights from Disney okay. We get sued we ain't got nothing again His mama He extra to like be that her. He will get on here for real Oh my Hello goodness. world <laughs> <laughs> My name's Daniel what's yours <laughs> so They can't hear you so cute uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to do a shout out Let's go back and do We're going to go back a little bit Give you an opportunity to do a shout out Because we ain't that far past it Um, A shout out who am I shouting out Mm. I'm shouting out to Maya for being here, so I took that one. Bloop. You can't do that. I need to shout out my god, my godparents though. Um, I really had a village. That was that's cool. So my goddaddy Vincent, uh, my god mommy Leslie Laverne. Hey Les. Uh, let's see. Shout out to the poop butt as usual. Gotta pay homage to the man. We is getting so serious. Oh God! Oh my God! I'm so scared. How Wasn't it just you? like a month, a month and a half ago? She was talking about it came out pain. of nowhere, just like stardom and fame. What, fame you, just come. You can't tame it or whatever she was saying you about it. Can't tame me. You can't tame this. You know, He's so and trying. Then now all of a sudden she's tamed and he, it's getting so. She's so trying. Wait, is you cooking for the man? 
Uh, listen, it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, but Maya, no, it's not. But we we finna we finna do it for the summer. Wait, we gonna can you cook? tap into can that. Can she cook, Maya? I could do a little bit. Maya. I can't cook like her mother. No, she her mother is a chef. She like mm. Maya looking like you better not relax. I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna tell the truth. She God, know. Mama. I'm look. Some ramen noodles and hot dog. Don't play. How you gonna have a oh, whole man? Wait, she don't eat that. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me hear me out. What? You got a man with a belly you like rubbing, but mm-hmm. you can't feed that belly because you can't cook. Now that's something wrong with and that. Who said I couldn't cook? You just said ramen noodles. So you said ramen, and that the and men no, came I'm in. No, I'm saying that's what that's why I was gonna feed her. <sighs> right, but mm. she bougie. She don't play that. Oh wow. She Good. could not play that. She, she look like she don't that. play. I don't believe mm-hmm. ramen noodles. I don't either. Cause she don't eat eggs. She don't eat cheese. She don't eat dairy. I don't eat that either. She don't. Oh, well, perfect. She she don't eat nothing. She vegan, like like she me sh- and like Jay. And you know what? I think she should tap into that. She not she not tapping into vegan. She should. She should. She I should agree. Oh, that's it for the show. The, you know the siblings, my mom and them, my besties. The whole the point kids. of the shot is not to do the same people every week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got it. That's good. Think of something oh for next week. Yeah, because I'm going to be. Okay, here's the random question of the day. What is it? We This is a good one, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the, the the more risque one because the, the baby's here. Mm-hmm. No matter what you say, she's still a baby. Yes, the baby is here. That's I'm right. More than twice her age. Look how she looking. That's right. She's like, you don't know who my mom is, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Think about your parents. I want you to think about mom and dad. Joe and Sandra. Okay. Tell me about one negative trait you got from both and one positive trait you got from both. Okay. Off rip. Negative trait. My mama be. Sandra, she gonna listen to this Ooh. and she gonna light your life up. She is. That's okay. We- okay. A negative trait from mom is um. Just. Make it play. Tell it like it is. Don't hold back. <laughs> I'm Just tell about it. to go clean. The okay, the, ne- the negative trait is. I'm making it on. She's going to kick my butt, too. My, mm-hmm. The temper. Uh, Attitude. The, the mouth. That's where you get that from? Yeah. The positive trait is she's always taught us about faith and prayer. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I love that. That's Sandra. Joe negative is his. Pr- he's, he was very prideful. Okay. I can't say that's negative, but yeah, that well, that's kind of. It can be yeah. one of the seven sins, or was yeah, he it the was, seven sins? He was serious about mm-hmm. the pride. He's very prideful. The positive is love, reassurance. Um, Daddy was was Validation. the protector. Yeah. See, he was the first to say, "I'm sorry." But he wasn't too prideful. Prideful then to that's us good. though, right? Okay, like to, else? to everybody else. Fuck that! I ain't saying yeah. sorry for shit. But to <laughs> us, it was. He was the first one to say, "Okay, see, big girl, I was, I was wrong. I apologize." Yeah, I love that. Me and James yeah. were talking about it because he and I didn't have fathers, but we had father figures. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was asking me why. I, I, I said I felt like I missed out on having that experience. Mm. And I said because I didn't have anyone I called dad that was like there every day, kicking my ass when I messed up or guiding me and pushing me. I had my grandfather and my uncle Quincy, but. They were there most of the time, but not twenty four seven. You see what I'm saying? Right. You had that. We woke up and laid down, even when we was grown. Yeah. We all had keys to the house. We all yeah came back, moved in, left, came back. Moved <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell people his phone never went to voicemail. Never. I don't. I would be working like uh, living and call daddy at like three, four, five o'clock in the morning. We just be mm-hmm. chopping it up. Wow. Yeah. That That's voicemail. Beautiful. We didn't play that. 
I love Especially that. the girls. We we were very hard on him. <laughs> In hindsight, we was. We was his wives. That's what my mama called it. Like, like no, was, daddy. Yeah. His dating life and all that was just like fuck that. We, bitch. we don't like we don't like mm. her. Oh yeah, I was serious about that. I was very I was like very her. hands on with his his love life. I ain't playing. You gonna be hands on with your daddy's mm-hmm. love life. Right. Like she because about to you, come up in here. You know what's what's best for them and, and what works. Can they make mistakes? And my daddy was like a he was a whore. He was a pimp. <laughs> he had a bunch of these uh these little gutter snipes and they was real you know, because when you're a single no, no, but for real, wide. when you when you're a single dad and they, and these women see that you got all your kids, they all they ovaries jump. They be like, Oh my he is just <laughs> He is so nice. Look, he he really raised his kids. <laughs> All his kids, you know, the women so feel like they want to have a baby with him too. Exactly. So you can take, you know. Mm. And my daddy felt like he had to take care of everybody, grocery bills, and that was like his pickup line. I take care of you and your kids, like Joseph. Mm. No, you won't. Let me try. You're that. not doing no such thing. <laughs> I take care of you and your grocery. Yes. I'ma try that shit. That was his pickup line. These <laughs> women bought it every time. I love it. Let me take care of your grocery bill. What? You know you want? My fuck these food stamps. I don't need this shit. I got Joe. Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, he was serious. So Just that was the thing. We we ain't play about. It. I love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very cool. That was a good question. <laughs> and I think I did. I don't think I'm gonna yell too much. Oh, you got me messed up. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> you said what? <sighs> Then I'm angry at all. You know, I'm gonna be in trouble too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a trouble. When she come march through that door. But to- mom, you a firecracker for real though. My mama gets lit quick. Mm-hmm. It don't make no difference to what, what the situation when she, she be in church. In real talk, like mama <laughs> do not be playing with nobody. So she that, don't play. That one time you ain't got the gun on that one person. That's where that come from. You get, she did that. Okay, let's so see. Mm-hmm. Mama, she a firecracker. Mm. It go down, especially about people that she love her kids. My mom be cussing out the judge. She was cussing out the lawyer not too long ago. When it came to my brother, like, Sam wasn't playing. She did not play. Wow. She seemed so sweet. She is. Maya so love mom, her. So meek. Maya like, yes. Y'all be giving all the tea. All right. Like, now I know. <laughs> not to cross a certain boundary with Auntie yeah. saying. She don't play. Wow. She cool, though. All right. All right. That was good. I'm glad you got jumped in. We can get you in on that because we're going to move on to our brown brilliance. Well, who is it? So, in an effort to help our children become better readers, this organization was established for adults. Reading Rainbow. Right? Um, It was established for adults who want to encourage their children and teenagers to read more. Their mission is to help foster an, an engaging reading environment for children, as well as provide books to children of the metro Detroit area. Unlike most bookstores, when you purchase a book, they give another book to a Metro Detroit area student. About 50% of their products are buy a book, give a book items. After hearing about the fourth uh, graders in the city of Detroit that are struggling with reading, the founder and CEO, Nina L. Robinson, uh, decided to help. And when our youth have the resources that they need to practice reading, they become better readers. So this organization provides book donations at their own sponsored community events. We at Corn Ready Caviar take our hats off to this amazing local organization, my book buddy, Nina Robinson and team. To learn more about my book buddy, email mybookbuddyinfo at gmail.com or call them at 248 
1-800-560-7525. They are open Monday through Thursday from 1030 a.m. to 6 p.m. Friday, 1030 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. And on Sundays, they are closed. They Amen. Church. Okay. <laughs> and shout out to one of our listeners, Kanita, for emailing us about the amazing nonprofit. Thank you so much, Kanita. If you want to tell us about an amazing Brown-owned business, organization, or person that should be highlighted in our Brown Brilliant segment, hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. Don't forget... My buddy info at gmail.com. Okay. Yes, I love that. Uh, yeah, shout out to Kanita. She uh one of our listeners. We appreciate it. A faithful that. listener. A faithful listener. Yes. She's my Raven that. sister. Raven. And she told us about them. I'm like, got to do it. And it took me a second to get it on here because I was like, I had to research the company and everything, but it was dope. Come on, research. I researched it. We ain't just gonna be just putting anything. Put any old thing out here. Okay. Oh, okay. Huh? Huh? We're not doing that. Huh? Huh? Gotta mm-hmm. come with the facts. Facts. They could be working for the feds. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> or that could be laundering money. Mm-hmm. Okay. About, we donate books, but y'all, you use you, you, your uh, your nonprofit to do some real because messed up stuff. Because our children Still don't be. read. They're no. not going to the li- Hell, adults don't the library. Read. I just started reading again like a month ago, and I, I that book's on pause. So I've been so busy doing everything else. Mm-hmm. Well, because e- 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 e-book came out, and um, I listen to Kindles I listen to a book. I listen to the fuck out of a but book. But sometimes you do need the hard copy. Yeah, because I think it, it's, it's something so different about better. reading. And you look at phones and computers and shit all day long. You need to put those down and look at the book. I agree. Because Moesha really made me excited about journaling. I know, right? I used to be like, yeah, let me see. I have up kept it journal. Not room. that I'm good at keeping it up to date, I but. I can't think about you. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I'm as convinced. I'm a mess for you. Yeah. Oh, Brennan Caviar <laughs> does not own rights to the song. <laughs> Shout out but to she, Brandy. Yeah, she had us excited about sitting in the bed. Right. With her writing in our journal. With our little overalls on. Okay, we were free with our pillows. <laughs> right. I was writing like, about yes. boys. Yeah. Let me journal. See, Maya, <laughs> start journaling. You should. She's like, no. I'll she type. on her phone. Because that, that, that uh, Snapchat. And, and Instagram and, and, and Twitter, all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Twitter, all that stuff. But that's just not for children. People, even adults, get too wrapped up in that bullshit. You wake up and that's the first thing you do. When I wake you up, it's prayer. the last thing you do before you go to <laughs> sleep. You don't even say prayer. It's just a fucking mess. Like, put your motherfucking phone down and live in the moment. Yes. yes. You are around other people. Do you want to create a memory or do you just want to be like, oh, yeah, I was there, but yeah, and you can't even remember what the fuck was going on because you was on your damn phone the whole mm-hmm. motherfucking time. Right. Yep. That's what so I'm read, just saying. So read, pick up and read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go into our meat of the day. Now, today is, today's meat is kind of just a little educational. Um, I still think it's a good topic to talk about because I've said this a lot, but we're talking about epigenetics. What the fuck is epigenetics? Come on. You better <laughs> use that word. <laughs> use the word. Renee you better face. use it. Amaya, have you ever heard of epigenetics? Okay. Oh. So, See, that's that cast tech. Because if you went to King, you would know, but. Oh. oh. Wow. You see what she did? It's okay. That's your godmama. It's all right. That that's your really. I wanted yellow. her to have a that's good education. That's your vanilla education. bean godmother. I really did. I wanted her to have a good education, but she insisted 
I'm going to cast. I'm like, wow, you're not going to get the education. Wow, is a great education. Is it? Don't read she her. Don't, she don't know what that word is. Don't read her. There is shade on the panel. Wait, do you know what it is? You with the K. She don't know what that word is. Did you go to It's K? not for me to know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for her to know it. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> ding, ding. I cannot hear up her. She talked about this this girl's school and casting. You got to cast and king. What's the other Renaissance cast and king? Those like the three we don't smart really, we don't schools. we don't really Renaissance. We don't acknowledge that. But that cast king, she already know what it is. <laughs> We've been rivalries for for decades now. Why it's not okay. Renaissance? Why can't Renaissance be one of you? We don't because you got to test to get into all three. You got to be smarter. I wish I could go back and be in one of those schools. I want to be smart. I mean, we really didn't acknowledge Renaissance. Y'all acknowledge it? We don't really. Say what you got to say, baby. First of all, <laughs> push the mic over to her. We can get her mama's consent after this. <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Say what you got to say. Okay, and we do acknowledge Renaissance because they they're more educated. King and Cass is more focused on sports, not uh. education. And King sucks. Oh. oh, she wait. You gotta see this baby. There was you gotta see the flag on the play. Flag on the play. There was the F L A D flag on the play. Hey, you should what you see. What you got to say, Maria Renee? Oh wait, before she, you gotta see how this baby <laughs> looked her up and down. She's like, and King sucks. She looked her up and down like, it's okay. I dare you. She going home out her own today. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. Come on, baby, it's okay. She, she ain't saying, come getting in my car. Okay, okay. With the disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> you know how your mama get all in her feelings. You just disrespectful, right? Oh, good. You go out with somebody else that because you, my kids are gonna act mouth. like that. Your mouth. Mm, 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 okay. Mm. What the word mean? Epigenetics. <laughs> Epigenetics is, in layman terms, basically it's basically saying that your experiences, your uh, the things that you go through and endure in your life. They get passed down through your offspring. Offspring. I, I would look at it like adaptation and survival. Mm. And so, basically, it's possible that the impact of traumatic experiences may be epigenetically inherited by our offspring via molecular memory that is passed down through generations. So, what that's basically saying is, um, I talked about it in a couple of episodes ago. I think when I talked about the birds and one bird had a rounded beak and couldn't get to the the insects to feed, mm-hmm. so the child, the 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 bird's egg or offspring came out with a pointed beak so it can get into the little cracks to feed. So basically, the things we went through is slavery, and this is something that Doctor DeGru talks about in the book that I'm reading slowly that she has called you know uh, post traumatic stress syndrome. Is basically saying that the things that we went through. Um, and slavery has been passed down. That's a lot of what she's talking about. The brokenness, the lack of healing, all that stuff, the survival has all been passed down through generations. So this, for example, okay, so I looked up this study. Researchers, they focused on nearly 4,000 African-Americans who participated in two important studies, both sponsored by the National Institutes of Health. The health and retirement study consisted of older volunteers sampled from urban and rural areas across the U.S., while the Southern Community Cohort study focused on African-Americans in the South particularly, and particularly areas that were dispropor- that had a disproportionate high burden of disease. So it's not surprising that, um, and we talked about it in the last episode, how your body responds to, you know, uh, um, um, stress trauma like living in america as a brown person we talked about how that 
comes out in the form of diabetes. It can come out in um, heart disease, different mm-hmm. things like that. Yes. So that is absolutely correct. Yes, because of all the burden, the stress of being in the society, and we're also looking at it from another perspective now that it's also passed down genetically. So not surprisingly, in these two studies, those who move north, they have more European genes, right? Because to look like you, Maria Renee, you would pass better as a white person, so you could move up north and have less of a burden society in the society. And all those who stay in the south, they had um, less European blood in them, basically less European genes. So the ones in the south had more African genes. The brown people up north had more had some African American genes or African genes, but they had more European genes because they were lighter and fairer skin. The people in the South, they had more disease and uh, they were battling more things like health wise. So that's a direct response to what you went through with slavery and the being passed down generation to generation. It's a more of an effect of societal factors, nature versus nurture. For African-American people, nature and nurture both, what you were born with and what your surrounding environment produces are all uh, having a, an impact and a factor on your health your health and what you experience <laughs> in your life and then you pass that down to your offspring because until the healing happens like Dr. DeGroote talks about like we need to talk about until we have the psychotherapy until we have uh, uh, attained the fullest potential in a society where we're treated fairly then we're going to continue to have these issues and it's going to continue to get passed down to our offspring um, and then like I want to talk about like parenting so Mm-hmm. Listen here. Parenting. Mm-hmm. Think about parenting. We all know that mamas with low income, poor neighborhoods, they place a lot higher value on obedience and they more likely whoop that ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're more than likely going to whoop that ass. Whoop that ass. They're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> and, you know, mothers in low income areas <clears throat> and have low income in their household. They use commands more frequently without like explaining what they mean. It's not that I said to do it and how do you feel about it. It's I said do it, so do it. I don't need to explain to you why I said yes, do it. You better do I it. Said. Or I'm going to use that physical punishment, or I'm going to whoop that ass. Mm-hmm. And then it, then the the spirituality comes in in that too. Oh my god! That was a big thing. And yes. you know, God don't like ugly. So yes, using religion to yeah. force behavior or action towards what the parent wants because like, God's still gonna spank your ass for that <laughs> <laughs> do you wanna go to hell for being like, disobedient well okay I mean I, okay I, I'll I'll behave <laughs> I guess like I'll uh, behave okay. this generation likes that though what my and them generation don't like getting spanked what you talking about that too but Ooh. but um the whole Scared of God thing. They like that. Lack it. Oh, lack it. They don't fear They're shit. They're not afraid of their we, parents. We fear <laughs> something. Hey, I was afraid if of my we, mama. Yeah, if we didn't fear our parents. We did fear the Lord. Mama's These kids, it, like I meet, I meet them where exactly where he at then. Okay. Roll up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who's gonna do God. what to be? Say what? no. Seriously, like we. I remember doing prayer in school. Yes. 
I remember paddles in school. I got paddles. I, was a, I went to Catholic school. Though. You got paddled in school. Yeah, I got what? Oh, Miss Carter. This is, this is public school. This is public school. Miss Carter had that ruler. She went, but my parents gave her permission to do oh, that. Oh hell no! That was a, no, Me but the no. Teacher been that was our generation fighting. then. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, that's that's what I mean. We had prayer in school. We 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 got spanked. Corporal punishment. Yeah, that we got our asses kicked. I had nuns see, running around with yardsticks. Now the kid and the mama gonna roll up on the teacher okay. and be like, "We, we gonna whoop we, we I, all together as a family." Uh, listen, I didn't had a just this week. I had a parent, so I'm a transportation supervisor and I transport young children on school buses, especially when we're short drivers, which is typical of my uh, <laughs> place of employment. We're often short drivers, so because I have my CDL, I often will drive a bus to cover the shortage on top of my supervisory duties and I was driving this route the driver that normally drives the route does it differently I did it based on what the route she says so I go past this stop that's on the other side of the street and I can't legally let kids cross more than like a two two lane highway or a two lane street or whatever so these kids start saying hey you missed our stop I said where you live they're like I live so and so and so so I said well I didn't pass your stop you just get there later because I gotta go down here and then I come back up that other side and I'll drop you off that's not what we get I said okay I said sit down now the kid said Yo, yo, yo! I said, I said, <laughs> hold on. I, I said, hey, I, I said, hold hey, on. Hey, homeboy. Hey, bro. I said, who are you talking to? I said, well, you address an adult. What you should be doing. And mama was on the phone at this point. Didn't care. I'm sitting behind the stairwell driving this big old bus. I said, you address an adult as sir or mister. Excuse me, mister. Yeah. You don't say hey, hey, yo, yo. When you talking to me Come like on, that. Respect. So when I came back around, I met this other apartment complex about to approach their complex next. This van drives up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what's going on oh. here? Woman Mama comes, wasn't having woman it. Woman comes to the door. Yes, yeah, she did. She, she, did she knock or open it? No, no, no. She can't open it. I opened it for her because I thought she's coming to pick up a different kid. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, how you doing? She's like, my kid's on this bus. I said, I, who, who are your kids? I'm confused at this point. I didn't know what the heck was going mm-hmm. on. And she just proceeds to step up on the bus. Now, immediately, I'm like, ma'am, you cannot be on this bus. <laughs> You have to get off the bus. Get off the bus. I radio dispatch that y'all need to call the police. It's a woman on the bus. She should not be on here. The other kids on the bus. I feel like she's endangering myself and the children. Now she wasn't, but I had to make sure I made it real dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so she told her kids to come on. So her and her kids, her kids was like, you should have stopped at my stop. I said, your stop was next. What are you talking about, son? And then the mom was like, I said, ma'am, you acting like, she said, you scared my kids. And then I said, scared them how? They're on a bus. Mm-hmm. How are they being scared? I said, ma'am, your kids are watching you behave like this. I said, you were attacking me verbally because she wasn't going to walk up now. She wasn't going to, I know she wasn't going to walk up on me now. Nah, I'm a big dude. You so nice. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to hit no female. I would have dragged her ass. Let me pull this mother. I, I was not going to hit no female, but mm. she wasn't going to come up too close to me either. She First stopped at the all, last sweetheart. step before you get on the bus. I was taking him to that stop, number one. <laughs> back, back, because you in my personal mother's face. Get his little smart ass up. That's the problem, because you get on as fuck that's wrong with your son. See, it would have went a whole hey, nother... Yeah, it would have went a whole nother. It would have went left. I can see you on the off the bus fight. I was, you would have been off the bus fight. You would have lost your job. You'd have been okay with instantly. You like because you putting my other kids in danger with this ghetto shit that you yeah, do. And, right. and then the other kids when she got off the bus with her kids and she started talking to some other side. I just blew, closed the door in her face and drove off. And I waved like bye. And then um, I told the other kids that that's not how adults should behave. What she was doing because I had to remain professional. I said how she was behaving. That's not how adults should behave. I'm sorry mm. I had to see that, but that's not how adults behave. Took the rest of the kids home. Whatever. I did 
did my best. She was us. She was us. Of course she That's was. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. She, was she was us. And so that level of behavior, uh, for some reason, we feel like in this, in, in <laughs> that kind of, I guess for her, she felt like she had to protect her kids and from the big bad bus driver who was taking her kids home. I uh, always five tell minutes y'all later, Five minutes later than they would normally be going home. I always tell y'all, it, Big Mama and, and Nana and G-Ma is not around. These we babies raising babies. And she just was so mm-hmm. angry, so violent. So, but that's how we have to be, uh, how we feel we have to be in this society because of what we have to endure. I turn it on, turn it off. I tell people that. You have to. Yeah. You when when it come around us, I got to be assertive and aggressive, which is so sad. Yeah. And then when I'm out there with them, it's like, oh my God. You can be <laughs> kind, gentle. You can how be careful to. Yeah. Nice and sweet. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You look Sorry. absolutely stunning today. <laughs> you know, but, but but then you roll up on TT and I'm just like, what? It's like, what? And they can't come to you with respect, but no. then all that gets passed down to the kids, mm-hmm. both genetically and they watch you do it so they learn the behavior psychologically. Our children see a lot of stuff. And they behave beha- based on that. Mm-hmm. Our kids mm-hmm. see a lot of stuff. Even though Maya's saying yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. Daniel is is being brought up in an environment that is different from my godson. Well, see, he's all the way out there, and yeah. Daniel's all the way out but, there. But but even even still, like we with, with, we with the other folks, we're suburbs. on we're on him. You know, he is culturally Daniel is always going to be a step ahead of other children because his dad is Nigerian. Right. He's Af- you know he's pure blood African, so right. Daniel whole different. He his sees wires, things differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his, he's and wired totally different. So his epigenetics are different because mm-hmm. his epigenetics are different for someone who's from Nigeria versus someone who's from, versus a brown man who's from America. Yes. Perfect yeah. point. They're serious about education and family and love. and Which is great. He does not like our music. He doesn't like our president. <laughs> well, <I> don't <laughs> he like don't like, he's just over it. Does he, I, does his he daddy is officially over Everything that I think we trying to instill do, in him. Do you get do you get along with the man? <sighs> Y'all friends? Doing... We're we're cordial for Daniel. Oh well, that says everything. Okay. Yeah, we're we're cordial for Daniel. Okay. I can't take that away from him because you know we had our daddy, so we try to you know let him be what he's trying to be. Yeah. Mm. That. Hmm. Mm. Okay, yeah. but I mean, I think he might have a positive impact, and it might give Daniel a little bit of a boost among over other brown kids. Yes, honey, get that baby the mic. Let her. What say did she want to say? Give me the mic. Okay, run her the mic. So, this then. is so urban. You should just get mic. <laughs> urban. <laughs> I want to comment on what she Speaking said. Speaking to the mic, honey. I want to comment earlier. I want to comment about what you said earlier about um, us being open to certain things. Well, the mindset my mom has is like. I'm not going to learn it from home. I'm going to learn it in the street. So she preferred me to learn it from her rather than get, look stupid outside when you have of home. To, when you have to deal with it in the streets. Right. Right. That makes sense. So she wants me to be prepared. So it's not so much of us, like, not being afraid of anything or not being raised right or something. It's just that our parents are more open and, like, we talk to them more than y'all talk to y'all moms because it seemed like y'all was scared of y'all parents. We're not scared of ours. That's interesting. Mm. I think it's a it's a good point though, and it's 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 a good point. She said uh, we we were scared of our parents. I'm 
it's not so much as we were scared. We, it was structured. It, it, I was it, scared. It was structured. Because I was and, getting my and ass when beat. You're, when you have children young, yes, you feel like you got to explain everything to them because you were you were you were young when you had them, so you saw too much as well. Yeah, I know. I remember the smell of marijuana. Oof. And when I was older, I knew what it was. I was like, I never did that, but I remember seeing the top strippers on the, on the table in the dining room. So you do see a lot. But I still was scared of my mom. I was scared in this order, mm-hmm. from order to least scared to most scared. Uh, I was scared of God first, mm-hmm. but that was my least fear. Then it was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Then it was my mother. I was scared of my mom. I was like, I didn't want to do nothing because she would whoop my ass. And then she would take stuff away for two weeks. It, it depended. <laughs> she it, took your video games it, it, away. It depended, right? It depended. Like, sometimes she'd give me a choice. You want your ass whooped or do you want to get your stuff taken away for two weeks or a week or whatever it was? You better and whoop this ass. You better whoop it. Right. So I like, take my take But this generation don't have the consequences that we had. But, I think we were raised, me personally, I always feel like that. I feel like we were raised correctly because, look, it's, it's not no babies It ain't no No drugs We ain't in, in nobody Mm-mm. jail Mm-mm. Everybody is, is Wait 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 You said that's how it was for us? Cause there's a lot of us In jail On drugs And all kinds of crazy shit Yeah but not to the To the degree that it is We, we First of all Everything wasn't At our disposal the, the, Their generation Everything is in the front but I we think didn't find out a lot of stuff until we were. I think that's bad. Amaya's right. She said her mama. She just said to her mama. Say what's that, honey? My mom prefers me to learn stuff at home than be stuck on stupid in the street. Because when you see it, when you encounter it in the street, and you not you don't know what it is, you, and you might be looking. You might engage. Exactly. Yeah, but you gotta have a certain. It gotta be a cutoff and point. And there's to no that. such thing as being raised correctly. Right. Everyone. Right. Every child learns differently. But I was. I was afraid of my mom up until a certain point, and then I lost respect for her. But when I lost respect for her is when I learned more, because that's when I looked at her as a human rather than this entity that just knew everything and knew right, right from wrong and had all of the right answers. When I lost respect for her, it was because of a situation she was going through. And it was that situation right then, which was a great learning experience for me. If I wouldn't have lost respect for her and looked at her as a human rather than this person that just knew everything, then I don't think I would be where I'm at today. So you feel like you should you didn't want kids shouldn't look at their parents as a, a, a divine entity or should they or No, because parents don't know shit either. They had to learn. They had to grow up. <laughs> they had to they're no different from they have a brain they're that human. developed over time. They're human. They had to learn right from wrong and their right from wrong is still their opinion. So they And sometimes our opinions are Fucked up based on our societal experience Exactly Mm. and we all have the right To have a different opinion just like I said a few weeks Ago when we were talking you know we were talking About raising children you know how does a 10 year old know that they're gay you know and we Let their parents tell them no who the fuck is their parent to tell them that they can't feel how they want to feel? You know, they're a 10-year-old. Talk to your child. They might not be able to express themselves how an adult would be able to, not that all adults express themselves, you know, in the best way. But I think uh, parenting should be a collaborative effort between the parent and the child. Because just like you said, your mom would rather you hear it at home. So rather than you going out 
you know, after prom and get in a hotel room with a guy and he's coming on to you, you know, and you like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, if your mama would prepare you for that at home, like, honey, you need to be careful with these men and yes. shit. Yes, here's how you use a condom. You. Let's you talk know. about birth control. If you're, exactly. are you sexually? But shouldn't that be to a certain degree, though, is what I'm saying? I don't think so, because especially, you said you're 16, right? So especially for you, all she has to do is log on Instagram. And she'll she going on oh, the, she yeah, might she going on the Instagram right. and YouTube. she seeing Tommy Lee and she, she right. seeing Dream Dial talk to me nice and you know the Claremont twins and she sees all of it Wait, anyways do you know who all these people are? Mm-hmm. See, of course she does see, she's 15 with a phone of course she no, does Br- but, Brandon be up on the culture okay I, be up on I don't be no, I promise you I don't be but they see, keep me young because but, I don't know but that's the thing right there is even my I have an 8 year old brother my eight-year-old brother come to me. You know that dance, the floss or whatever that shit is. And I'm only 25. I'm still young too. Mm-hmm. But even my eight-year-old brother can te- teaches me something because he sees it on the internet. So parents these days have to be proactive in the way that you're raising your children. A lot of parents shelter their children up until they're 18 because that's when you're an adult and that's when you can go out into the world but the issue is is that when that child turns 18 they don't know shit you lose your fucking mind exactly when I got free, well mama put me off for the last time <laughs> come on the last time <laughs> <laughs> what she do when she put me off for the last time because I was at that age and I don't agree with this and see I so I don't agree with parents putting their kids out because you put them out into situations where they are not prepared and then things happen. Mm-hmm. I left. I didn't so get put out. I, I told Daddy like I'm out. I think I got put out two or three times, but the last time she put me out, I vowed not to go back. I was in a very toxic relationship with someone. I'm so glad that's over, and that was so many years ago. Although I'm only 25 myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is chuckled. Well, Maya, what y'all laughing about? I don't get it. What's so fuck? I know, honey. You're 25. Come on. Thank yes, you. Are you 24? 23. Oh, 23. You're right. You I said, said if you're 23. 23. 25 and you're 23, mm-hmm. I'm 14. That makes you her. You look like it. It, you look like it So we can go with that okay. But when I got put out For the last time I, See I lost my goddamn train of thought Fuck with y'all So I, when I did get put out The last time I know that I wasn't Prepared for life I wasn't prepared For anything But for some reason In our culture It's all about You do what I say Or you gotta go And then if if, I, if you're doing something That I don't think is right Even if it's irrational For example I'm really tired I get home from a really long day And I'm a teenager And I don't wash the dishes that night I'm sorry I get it tomorrow No you get Uh -uh, up and do it right now Cause I'm not leaving my kitchen dirty And nasty Cause you don't wanna get your lazy ass up And wash no dishes You get your lazy motherfucking ass up And wash the dishes And wash the dishes I don't feel like washing the motherfucking dishes (laughs) If, If it goes into the next day No cause I don't lay down With a nasty kitchen See, you, that's the thing. That, you ain't finna have them little critters coming up in my kitchen because you don't want to wash dishes. Because we, I didn't hurt it all. We've inherently lived in the ghettos and we had people, yeah, neighbors that had roaches. No roaches. The roaches ain't coming to my house. Because you don't want to clean them dishes I, I'm before putting, bed. I'm putting bleach mm-hmm. at the baseboard mm-hmm. so that they don't, that they come mm-hmm. in and can eat the bleach and die. Whatever it is, and that's that's the thing. And it's more so about do what I say, not about, okay, you're tired. Okay, well, tonight you go to bed, but tomorrow there's no exception. So you can do it tonight or you can do it tomorrow, but those are your two options. Them her, that's her husband. Her, her house, her rules. She's queen. But just like, just like adults, 
like we go to school, school is draining. We be in school for eight hours, just like y'all go to work. Okay. Working nine to five, we're tired too. Right. That's right. So exactly. So we don't feel like cleaning up, just like y'all don't feel like cleaning up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's mm-hmm. both be lazy together today, and we can plan to clean up. Yeah. Tomorrow. But see, that, and that's still you know? structure there. Because would you like, for example, I don't know how how is it in your household? Am I if your mom says I want this clean, it's like it has to be clean right now, or do I do you have some flexibility when 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 it has to be done? Well. Since it, my mom, I have a lot of siblings. Okay. So that works nice. Yeah. So like, if I come home from school, she let us take our nap, wake up, clean up, do homework, and go back to sleep, or okay. eat, go back to sleep. Okay. So that works out nice. Uh, now, do you Not- have any flexibility with that? So to clean up, is it flexibility? Does your mom say, okay? You ain't doing it tonight, but it has to be done tomorrow. Or is it like, no, it's got to be done tonight? Because I get, I, I let you take a nap. It depends on her mood. Okay. As <laughs> <laughs> long as you know, I hey, know mama. if you chime in. Like, hey, mama. You keep it real now. Right. You know how Tracy get down. <laughs> like, I'm not playing with you. I think that's a good point, though, is because people almost look at their children. I own them or they're even less than me because they're my child. But they're not, just to her point. I'm tired too. I was just in school all day learning all this shit that don't make no damn sense to me. I got to take a test on it tomorrow. Probably not going to use it. I'm never going to use this shit again and I know that so it's even harder for me to sit here and pay attention. Then I go to my after school activities and I get home and you want to sit on your ass because you tired. But I tell you, I'm tired and I got to do all this shit. That's the bullshit. They're, they're human just like us. They have every right to be like, you know what? I am tired. I don't want to do that shit right now. So I think that because a lot of time, and I'm not saying that all of our parents do, but there are some parents like they feel so fucking beat up in the world that when they get home, that's the place they got to be the king and the queen. I got to be the, I got to be the roost, the, the king, the king or the queen of my roost because in the world I'm beat up. When I come home, I expect to be respected. I want this done just because I said so. And if I want the baseboards clean tonight, it's a weeknight and you got to go to school in the morning and you tired, I don't give a fuck. Get yourself a Murphy's hand oil or whatever. I want my baseboards <laughs> You better go get some pies all brewing. I want it clean now. No. So that's, I didn't think about it like that. That's that's mm-hmm. a, a lot of parents feel like they got to and be. And then, but then that come down from you know, Granny was like my right. My granny granny was like is that. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They are like that. It's yeah. epigenetics. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like it's passed down genetically, and then it's a learned psychological behavior. So is it any pros to that? And then you have the person that might start a pot a little bit because they're like. I feel like doing that and now they're now in the parents eyes they're disrespectful mm-hmm. because they're talking back they're when defiant they're exactly when in reality they they just understand that they are an equal to you your children are no less than you they're equal they're humans just like everybody else on this planet and you have a legal obligation to take care of your damn kids <laughs> my right. mom like that's that white shit I don't want to hear that <laughs> <laughs> it's not see, white I don't want to hear that shit well see my, my mom <laughs> see my mom is white my mom is white hey. But it wasn't until I lost respect for her that my mindset changed. It wasn't hers. It was mine. So it was me. It was me that changed in that moment. I lost respect for her because I, I knew this man was beating my mama ass. And in turn, she took out that frustration and anger on me. And I had to be like, hold on, woman. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. You better direct that towards him because I ain't do nothing. You saying you, that? You the... You brave. Absolutely. Like, because and like our mother... Be, and she did <laughs> And she did say that. And when she... And when y'all... Let me make it very clear. Let me pause you. Teen Teen Black. No, she, she got she, black she, soul. She's white on the outside, but she's really black. Okay. 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 She, she one of us. She, he, she has See, a black card. The thing is, is that so many people have told my mama that, that she say her damn self. Come <laughs> so, on. Her name is Loquacious. Loquacious. 
That's her name. That is the name that she is coined for herself. Her name is Loquacious Bodacious. But continue. Yeah, but it wasn't until that I I was like, wait a minute. That was what made me realize that my mom was not perfect. That she too was still learning and growing. Because I looked at it like, you know, I that in some children's mind is an example of love of someone hit you and you go back to them but i was the one that broke that because i'm like well, wait a fucking minute <laughs> that ain't fun you put your hands on me bitch we fighting what the <laughs> fuck you i'm not about to be walking around here and bruises and shit right and just let you get the fuck I, away I, with I, it and then I be bowing down the at your feet like he, 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 i walked into it because he was trying to walk away and he was walking backwards and he was swinging and i just walked into the punch and i was trying to go after him Mm-mm. it was the moment where i felt like she chose him over me okay Aww. her child and that is what made me be like oh hold on a minute christine now and i actually started calling her by her first name rather than mom because i felt like she didn't she did not deserve for me to call her mom at that point. Ooh. You didn't choose. You chose. You made your choice. I can't call Joe and saying now, and I'm grown. Mom right. despise that now. I will, I'll call my mom by I, her name sometime, but it's and be playful. Playing. It's playful. I be playing. <laughs> and okay, get your ass whooped now. Like, right, like, okay, okay. I said I'm thirty. I only got. I don't give up. I'll whoop your. If I call my mom by her name, Christine, that's when I'm mad at her, and she, she's like, that's when she'll listen. If I say Christine, wow. that's when she knows I'm being serious. Just like you know, Sandra, your parent you might have did the this? same thing for you, <laughs> right? She, Sandra, you hear this? Mumsy, do you hear this? <laughs> if I say Christine, she still might have her attitude, but that's when she knows I'm serious. But it it took that for me and her our relationship to change from I'm in control of you because your child to we're equals, we're both humans. We don't know what the fuck is going on in this world. We're both learning and growing, so why not let let's do it together? That's I'm gonna really be, nice. I'm gonna be open with you about my experience. I've made a very poor choice. You know, this is not what love looks like. Love does not look like someone beating your ass. I would really like us to be equal on the mic, so you should probably get up on your mic because you're too comfortable. You can't hear me? I can, but I want to make sure our listeners can hear you on the recording. Yes, because they're going to be like, he said what now? He said what now? (laughs) What did he say? Even the Maya's up on her mic. don't you do that. If I get no, you can try. You know what? Yes, you try that when you turn. <laughs> I can't wait to get this phone call. My mom, yeah, never. Star Tracy, never. Star Tracy once. I, I call my mom by her name because I'm grown. I be playing, but in real but life, in real life, oh, no. I think my mom will probably try to stab me or so. I don't know what she would do. She it would just be something real violent. My dad didn't play that. Um, back to what you were saying about um parents and children being equal. My mom is like that. She's very understanding of us. Yeah, it's boundaries like right, we have right. a level of respect for her and since she's understanding of us we we're comfortable with coming to talk to her right. and stuff like that every time mm-hmm. you swing out you get away from the mic quit swinging out so you can stay <laughs> on the mic there you go i want your voice to be y'all heard not about you to keep video. coming for us <laughs> i'm just making sure y'all voices heard because i want y'all but y'all you have a lot of value to ask i'm mm-hmm. glad you're on the podcast just gotta make sure tracy is okay with it if not <laughs> this episode will not come out of our hard work will be she in vain as long as she signed this document saying i can release this okay no, oh, I told goodness. her when I was at the house that uh, she might get mic'd up. Hell, I would love to have Tracy on too. Because mm. I would love to get her perspective. That would be a great perspective, yeah. What? Whoa. What? <laughs> Even Whoa. look at Maria Renee's face. Right. <laughs> Tracy Maria Renee is looking real crazy right now. Tracy wouldn't like Tracy the podcast. Tracy don't come up here and. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Independent mama is very opinionated. Oh, mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. That's great. what we need. That's, that's what great. we need. That'll make for a show. That yep. makes for a show. That's what yeah. makes a good show. Mm-hmm. Opinionated people. I love it. That's great. That's Even, why me and her, we bump heads so much because she say one thing, I disagree. I say something, she disagree. 
Y'all too? And we the same sign yeah. anyway. Oh, see. Wait, wait, how you and Tracy Oof. get along? Mama Leo too. Yeah, she Leo too. Oh, so y'all all get along good with each other <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> For the, I mean, I let Trace. You know, that's her. That's her birth mother. So I let her. I, I follow suit. I don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So when Tracy calls, you reinforce me, like, what Tracy has yeah. like, is a, this right. So yeah. do what she does with her <laughs> children. But, but I also give her her space to be mm-hmm. to be in a because if she adult. can't come talk to Tracy about something she gotta come she gotta her. come and talk yeah, you know right. what I'm saying I don't, yeah. I don't want her mom, if I feel my mom is doing too much like with a punishment because I'm 16 and there's certain things like you shouldn't do at a certain point yeah. so my my god mom will come and talk to her and like calm her down because like you're doing too much cause she'd right. call me like get your mother get your get, come, get, come get her <laughs> <laughs> come get your but child you do, you do need that because sometimes you feel well, let me ask you this do you feel like you could talk to your mom about anything to a certain extent The, the things that you Don't well, feel like I'm you can I'm still a teenager So it's certain things I like You just don't, don't want yeah. to Would you talk to her about I, it Yeah mm-hmm. Okay So you gotta have that Adult that you can talk to Is not gonna judge you I'm not the gonna, cool baby mama Right That's not gonna go cool Run back mama. to mama And say guess what bitch da, da, da. Yeah You need that Because she can still Guide no, it's you certain, and It's certain boundaries That I keep with mine That I, mm-hmm. I won't tell her mm-hmm. yeah. Her mom Because sometimes just, You need that You do need that As long as she ain't Harming because herself Because Tracy or, knows As her godmother You have her best interest At heart Yes And you not gonna do Or let her do nothing That's gonna be out the box Because Maya came Came to her mom About me I didn't It It was you know, I was like me, really. Like you know, I I wanted to be, truthfully, I wanted to be hands on with her because I I like what Tracy had You're already a done. Person anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I like what she was already doing. So right. I, and I just we had just laughed about this yesterday. I told you my only thing was to get her across state. Two more years, you know. But then two more years. It was like Tracy, like uh-uh, one. You right. can't. Oh, one. She said one. 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 You can't just be that ain't just it. It's more right. to it than that. So right. I was like, yeah. dang it. And Okay. So here's the thing. Let me get y'all opinion on this. So I'm gonna ask y'all how y'all feel about it. Cause this we you know we're talking about teenagers and you would have a good perspective on this because you're mm-hmm. a teenager. So my niece, um, shout out to Shy, she just went to her prom yesterday. Mm-hmm. Very pretty girl. Very, very pretty girl. Um I went over to the send-off after I got off work, whatever. Great. Had this big, beautiful queen chair that she had. It was really cute. Everybody doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's, it's, I, uh, I, my prime send-off, I ain't have all that. So, uh, you know. Again, you know, this the Matt Gala. He was at the Source Award. He <laughs> 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 says you always at the Source Award. <laughs> The BET Awards. It wasn't even the Grammys. It wasn't even the Grammys. It wasn't even the BET. It was not even the BET Awards. It wasn't even the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, the the Teen Choice Awards. They dressed legit like the Oscars. It was an Easter program at church. That's good. Yes, Yes, it was. (laughs) Yes, it was. But these kids, they got it. They got it made. So listen, these parents lost their damn mind. And it's social media too. Yes, my niece went to prom yesterday. Okay, my niece did not go back home last night because my other sister, another one of my yellow sisters, because you ain't my only yellow sister, mm-hmm. don't be jealous. One of my other yellow sisters got my niece a hotel room with her prom date. How old is she? She's got to be everybody 18. No, I mean 17 or 18. I guess 18 is still an adult, but 17, 18. I want to say she's 17 going on 18, but she might actually be 18. If 18, I take less issue with it, but still. I, so I said to my sister, I said, so you might as well just, you know, adopt a baby and hand it to her or 
Did you give? I said, did you at least uh, you, give her condoms? No, 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 no. You got, you got to know what you're dealing with. If you, if you're a hands-on parent, you got to know because mm-hmm. e- either way, that was happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether she had did it or not, that that right there, yeah, was happening. And That's I tell, tough for I me. tell all, I tell her and Chrissy, it it ain't even just about the STDs and the pregnancy anymore. I need y'all to be up on you, your, your cervical cancers. Your, yes. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your yeah. Uterine, Cancer just pure, in general in your reproductive organs. Yeah, so when HPV, you go, yes, when you go to the when you you got to get paps, you got to get your pap. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just yeah. about the STDs and pregnancies. We so got to worry about the cancer now, even though even at their young age, you so, got to worry about that. So with, if Tracy were to get her a hotel room or her no, prom date, not do that. You can't even use her as an example. <laughs> <laughs> can't like, don't do try that. that. Don't. She said, paint a different my picture. Would never do that. Paint no, Tracy's not going to do it. But what do you think about that in general? I think you you gotta do it. Can I say something? Yeah, of course. Okay, but like what Nate said, it's gonna happen either way. Like, yes. teenagers got their way around. They know so, how to play their parents. And I feel like parents think too much of a room. Like, of course, when y'all think of teenagers getting a hotel room, somebody having sex. Right. That's not always the case. That's what they a lot of us think. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, y'all. I'm not a parent, but right. I mean, I, I, I think that that's what when she said she got a hotel room. My mind went to uh, uh, uh. and it's prom night. Wouldn't like would that? Of course, they they. That's a lot of times. Uh, I lost my virginity at prom <laughs> night, and I had my baby when I. On but you prom gotta night. be. You gotta have a, a relation. That's the. That's the issue. You gotta have. A, you have to talk. To, you gotta have a relationship with them. And that's exactly. Daddy knew everything. That goes back to a, a parent thinking that they just know right from wrong, and they own them, and no, you can't do this, and you're not doing this and stuff, and you know they might not be doing it in your house, but would you rather get them a hotel room for them to do it in, or would you rather them get caught doing it in their car in the Imagine Theater parking lot? Like which one? would you want to happen do you want to create a safe space and environment for your child to talk to you about all of this or would you rather foster an environment where they feel like they can't talk to you mm-hmm. about it and then now they're out here doing it and they're getting Kinda called like what or whatever her it mom. is her mom knows, wants her to be prepared and her siblings right. be prepared Absolutely. for what's coming out there I'm right. not even I had that relationship with my sisters right I knew about it you know what I'm saying we all knew about mm-hmm. it and for one my daddy couldn't hold water so mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that, that gossip and all that was 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 a given like we right. everybody knew everybody's business so when it came yeah. to their crimes and stuff I was already prepared like okay so what's the next what we doing you drop y'all off am I picking y'all up it which room is it at mm-hmm. y'all got the keys right you know oh, I forgot you the oldest right yeah I'm the oldest so the, you just gotta have that that rapport and that relationship with yep. your with your children. Yeah, I love it. I, I see. For me, I'm I'm I want children. I don't agree with the whole Moet and, and Bella Rose and all that popping no, at, the, at the. How you gonna let them pop that shit and then drive these expensive ass cars to prime? Like, what are right. you doing? And when they crash them up and they die or they mess up the car, then you got this big liability. Right. And I don't agree with the fact that they spending all this money and these kids not graduating. Or going to a higher institution. No college ain't for everybody, but mm-hmm. investing them into plan? investing them a business. You want right. a plumbing school? So you this three, four, five thousand dollars for prom is and you right in your home. I was just about to say you putting three to five thousand dollars in this child's and prom night. You could have took that five thousand dollars <laughs> and went to the fucking community college and paid up your child's community college tuition. You know, so, so they can get their whole undergrad. Right. They or if they want to go to school, get get them a trade. Right. Go be an electrician. Open a business. Be an electrician, um, you're right. I, I, I'm here Everybody for Everybody, but you, they, that's their money. They can spend it how they want. And but that's the reason. But, this, but that's, that is making an excuse for us to still be ignorant. Right, and that's why us brown people, some of us, cannot get to where we need to go. Yeah. So I want children, but I'm having to struggle with 
making sure I understand how to pair because like the whole hotel room that threw me. The hotel room threw me. Well, yeah, off. you're an uncle but, and you're but a you're, man. But you're so right. Of course, you was right. like, yeah, so you, do what? Right. And I went up to the little boy and <laughs> I, I had a conversation with him. I said, so you have good intentions on tonight, right, my brother? Like for real. And I was very serious. And I did this in front of his family and everything. I was like, I, I don't give a damn. That's my niece. I don't give a damn. But you should have asked him did time, he have it on him. He got did he have that thing on him? <laughs> no, right. exactly. I made sure my niece, right. I made sure my niece that's, had that thing on. That's her. where that conversation should have went. It shouldn't have went to oh you you know I'm this big tough man. Let that wasn't me my scare way. you. That was not what I was. You know? That was not a no, because for Jabari, Jabari Prime last week, I had, I asked, I put him to the side, say nephew, you you good? You got you need that? Right, because he like no, she already had it from me. Okay, long as somebody had gave it to you, you need to have it. Yeah, my niece did have it, so that's good. She did have it. Right. Um. But so that's the thing. So I don't know. I'm working on that because I do want to have kids. I am getting older. So when I do have kids, I'm trying to balance how to parent. And I do think that as long as there are bound, like like Cheyenne's, I mean Cheyenne's, <laughs> like Amaya said for her mom, there are um, boundaries. But your mom understands you, and so there are bound. But there are boundaries there, and it's only so much you can do. And you know how far you can go, but you still have enough freedom within those boundaries. Where you're like, oh, I feel like I, I don't feel like I'm restricted because mm-hmm. I got. Room to move and make decisions, and that's dope. And that's the kind of parent well, she's I want to be. She's a good kid, though. I she think both, like, both yeah. my children are She's very intelligent. She's got a good perspective, yeah. and I'm glad we mic'd her Bo- up. Both of them are very, very intelligent. There, but I, I tell people I can go. I might go the extra mile for them because they are honor students. Mm-hmm. They are in extracurricular Absolutely. activities, and, and they, they are going. That. Both of them are going to right. an institute. You know, a right. higher learning when they finish high school. So, I'm, I'm willing maybe to go an extra. But you can't be doing that, and they're right. not even. They going right. to summer school, right? Mm-mm. Like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. you couldn't even do enough to get yourself right. graduated. So, right. So once you get yourself a, to where you need to be, then we'll talk about right. doing let's more. Make but an academic right now, plan. yeah. But 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 real quick, for what you said about parenting, and she said it earlier, there's no really right or wrong way to parent. That's true. When you when that child comes into your life, whether you've adopted him or her, or it's natural. That's a person. That is a person. They will learn. They will grow. They have a brain. So your parenting is going to come with understanding that everything's not going to be what Ramon said and that everything's not going to be perfect either. Like I said, it's a collaborative effort between you and that child. Of course, you need to mold them and, you know, teach them right from wrong and stuff like that and instill morals in them, et cetera. And I do think, but, oh, go ahead. but when it comes down to it, you know, the simple thing is if they don't learn it at home, they're going to learn it in the streets. And the streets might teach them wrong. And the streets might teach them like the way that. you don't want I them think to know that it. as they're younger, you do need to give them, instead of like like the research that I did for this show, talked about how mothers, and you notice that a lot of the research I talked about was black mothers raising kids because a lot of times the black father is absent. So... Um, Which is some old just It's I, fucked But the mother does say Do this because I said so mm-hmm. Otherwise I'm beating that ass so My mom literally it has to just be, did that Yesterday Yeah To my five year old brother She had an outfit picked out For him for school oh. And he was like I want to wear these shorts instead And she's like You wearing these shorts But it would have done No her, disservice said, To let him wear the other ones Why do you want him to wear those shorts And she was like Well the other shorts don't match And I said you really re- raising this big ass fucking mess just because you don't he liked the outfit why can't he wear the fucking outfit it's clothes <laughs> she can't wait for your ass to get out she was like you got to she was go. like she was like fine I just don't think I said it's red and green and gray 
the colors match. Even even if they didn't match, if my five year old brother he he don't fucking care. <laughs> he going to school on the field day. He going to play. He don't care. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody yeah. else care either. They getting dirty anyway. Yeah. Right. That's the point. So yeah, I think that you know instead of that, do it because I said so. It has to be put those boundaries there, but give them room to make decisions. So what do you want to wear to school? I picked that outfit. You don't like it? That's fine. What you want to wear? No problem. But still make sure you, there are certain things that you have to, as a parent, take a hard stand on like, fuck no, you're not doing that. But other times it's like, okay, whatever. I don't care. The way I've always done, even as a manager, and I'm not comparing being a manager to raising kids because I don't think that my employees are kids, but uh, as a manager, I've always given my employees a few different choices all of which I vetted all of which I can live with any of them you can choose one two or three I don't care just choose one and go with it because that way people feel like they're going to buy it more because they made a decision on their own and you as the manager or you as the parent in their case it doesn't matter to you because whatever y'all choose I've already feel I already feel comfortable with so mm-hmm. okay I I'm think. just scared I tell him I just them kids About what? All that rate, I just don't. It's just not for me. I just don't think it's for me. I'm just don't want. I but don't you want that responsibility. You, part, you have a hand to raise her. They all go her. back home. To their mama, Daniel. They all go home to their parents. Do you know that? Good, but you she still there. She's going home tomorrow. But I guarantee these kids have enough respect for you to feel like if they do something, they're gonna be like, okay, first but I'm gonna worry about my mom. My child have to stay with also, me though forever. Like so. I gotta wake up and lay down to this kid. No. And I, even when I, they're I'm not there, you're you worrying about them. I'm mm-hmm. with you forever. Don't you worry about me forever too? No. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you. That's okay. a big thing, though. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. It is. It's huge, but it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I guess. All right. So, mm-hmm. if you guys want to add to the conversation, we're talking about a little bit about epigenetics. We started talking about parent rearing. Um, I, I love the way this conversation flowed. If you want to add some value to the conversation, we'll highlight it and get you on the show too. Maybe if you're in the area. Uh, so. Hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at eatcornbreadandcaviar. Um, thank you for joining us. Now let's go for the positive vibe. I lost my train of thought. That train derailed real quick. Yeah, I could train derailed. I was like, what? Are we ending the show already? Not, yeah, ended. we're ending the show. Here's our positive vibe for the day The sun will rise, the sun will set. God willing, the day will always end and it will always begin. This is inevitable. So, too, is it inevitable for some friendships and people in your life to end? On the flip side, new, more life-affirming friendships will occur uh, again. So, it is simply the cycle of life. Old things need to pass away to make room for the new. So, you absolutely must be open to change. Don't be afraid of losing people or letting people go. Uh, be open to the idea that there is better than what you have. And if what you have is toxic, that is applicable. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I messed that all up. See, I wrote this and my brain's fried. Be open <laughs> to the idea that there is better than what you have, especially if what you have is toxic. There we go. So this is applicable to relationships, family relationships, work, etc. Things begin and things end. Be open to the change. That is our positive vibe for today. Yes, positive vibe. Closing comments. We're going to start with you, James. So I think I need to write a book on parenting. <laughs> Come on, write your book, author. Clearly, I know what I'm doing over here. No, because oh, you raise children. Okay, I've I've had you know, a helping hand, hand in have, raising some a, children. Yes, you do. I do. Um, For several years. Yep, yeah, and I was raised. 
so I know what my parent did, what I did and did not like, what I responded well to. I know that if my mama tried to lay her hands on me, I did not respond well to that, but I responded to her sitting down and having conversations with me. So you take all of that. But what about Tanner, who does not respond well to conversations because... Tanner does not respond well, and I'm just going to let him... When just he was like, climbing that tree. Just like last weekend, remember, he was on the trampoline. I told them to zip up the trampoline. Did he zip up the trampoline? No, he fell out crying about he was hurt, and I was like, "Well, you that's learn on you because I told you to zip it up, so fuck. you wouldn't bounce out of it." Exactly. Right. So it's literally it's simple, but it's hard. But yeah, they, I think I should write a book. They, they expensive. They got a trampoline, a pool. They expensive. They is really expensive. Oh yeah, they expensive. They got a little coin. That little coin, <laughs> and they got this huge backyard. They got a little baby <laughs> coin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, what's your closer comment? As usual, this was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm glad my baby came. Hey, Maya. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm always proud of, of all my children. I think um, the parents are doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. And I know they're so hard on themselves. I'm always disturbed at our, our men. That aren't present? Yep. It's heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. It is. But I always tell... My poo butt. We talked about this this morning. How he was, he he didn't had all his kids since they were babies. Like they, he had full custody of his kids, his boys. Same baby mama. No, that's neither here nor there. I need to know Anywho. how many. <laughs> um, I want to dive but, into that. But for him to be a stand up dad, that's that's what makes me more attracted to him, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, I had. See, I had this, so I know. Yes, yes. yes. That, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like this Girls is awesome. Girls seek men that are like their fathers. Mm-hmm. I don't know about none of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. That, that's a that's a catch twenty two because they are both Scorpios, oh. and I tell them all the time. Like I do believe some sometimes I be like I'm dating my daddy. Yes, that's Scorpio. a blessing and a curse. Yes, it is. Yes, Scorpio. It so is. But I wish our fathers would. No matter what, you got to fight for the kid. I don't care what you and, and the mama go through. You got to keep fighting for the kid. Mm-hmm. I agree. We got to break this cycle. I agree. And then there's some good, some good dads out here. They don't get enough yeah. credit. Of <laughs> they course don't. Not. But they bought two on this show for Father's Day. Yes, it's gonna Ooh. be cool. Yeah, but um, that's it. Amaya, closing comments. You don't have to say anything prolific, but you are a very intelligent <laughs> young lady. So, what do you think? So what are you gonna say? Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what y'all want me to say. No, whatever you feel like saying. How, so is it difficult to eat with the nails? Do you like stab into the food with the nails and no, use that as a fork? Well, no. <laughs> you that do everything regular. You don't, say. you don't do things with your nails. You do things right. with your hands. Right. Okay. I mean, that's cute, but that, that is scary, though. That is such a man thing to say. They're so cute, though. How do you wipe your ass with your <laughs> nails? I hate when people ask me that. Oh, like, you that. don't wipe yourself with your right. nails. You try like, to what? dig up your ass with your fingernails like what there have been studies that show that under women's fingernails is a lot of fecal matter and under urine. men's fingernails is a lot of fecal matter and urine and their nails so. are short so I ain't got there period I period okay you read period. too much <laughs> I love her, yeah. love her. and she, she just her. read you yeah, she just that read. was she a read the library is open that was a read <laughs> you read too much <laughs> I love it Amaya thank you for being on the show Thanks for having me. Hopefully, we can air this show because I got to get your mom's approval. Never mind. Let me not say that. She's going to sign it. She's just happy that she's involved and 
Something positive for the brown people, right. right? Yes. This is this is for this is what this is for is to entertain and she be so excited. I'm just so glad you got my baby into stuff. Yes, and doing she, too much. And she <laughs> just involved and how long you and Tracy yeah. been friends? That is my best friend's cousin. So since I was eight. Oh wow. What wow. was that? About yeah, 50 years ago? Daddy. Damn. Don't come for my godmama. No. <laughs> ah, the library's back open. Yeah, back yes. open. It's back open. Don't come for her godmama. Don't come yes. for her godmama. You should have heard what um, he was saying about her last week. Oh, well, yeah. You really been, would have been mad. <laughs> well, some things need to be said. And because this is my sister for more than a decade, I have to say what I have to say. Yes, he do. Oh, goodness. I am imperfect, but she is too. When is pride? Sometime Pride this month, month Wait how June 8th. Next weekend June 8th Downtown is, is that the Motor City Pride Motor City Pride That's the white folk Pride And then you I got the Hot in July Which is the you Black Pride On Snap Oh okay There's a Black Pride That happens in July Called Hot <laughs> in July In Detroit Then there's the uh, Everybody Pride uh, Let's say everybody But it's more so Geared towards white people But you know It's the Motor City Pride So but it's y'all don't go to, the, to that Y'all don't go to that one Or y'all I just go only anything. go Yeah Look, it's I, cute I, I actually maybe, oh, okay. You know what Maybe it's too late. I was gonna say we should corporate caviar should have a, a a booth there, but it's too it late. It's too late. It's too late. The, for the one banners. in July or the one next week? Both of them. Because I oh, need to get. Oh, it's already a, sold up. I don't know. I haven't checked, well, but I, I'd have to get like stuff made like that. I need to get a tent made. They, so that's stuff for next year. They start planning Pride like in January, so right. it's there because there's entertainers. You know, they have vendors, all that Heart Plaza oh. and stuff like that. It's literally in a week. It's next Saturday. It would have been next great. Saturday for the Motor City one, but, but, for Motor but City for Pride. our for the for Hotter the color. Hotter than July. Yes. So I think next year there'll be something we do. Any anything that we can you go can't, to. I think you still got you could probably I gotta pay, it takes though. money. It takes money oh, to do all this stuff. To make this that. stuff, to get the oh. tent, the little the collapsible tent, to okay. get the space. It takes money and right. you're not bankrolling this whole thing. You I'm, gotta pay to have a baller and then oh. pay for all your shit and then it's the like swag and right. all this stuff. So something to plan for next year. Well, we, y'all, I mean, we can still but go there, and pass there, out flyers. And there and are stuff. other things that we can do because once we got our tents and stuff, we can go to a lot of different things aside from just gay pride events. Ooh, it's like what if we everything. Could do Dally and Alley. Dally and Alley. That'd be cute. Is this that, year, I love Dally and Alley. I know. I'll make sure y'all. Mike can work the booth for us for a couple yep. hours. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you yep. can. Am yeah. I getting paid? You have no, a choice. Wait a minute. This community service for your school. What are you talking about? My school? Yes, you got to have a, a, enough community Ooh. service hours in order for you to graduate. I got enough. You know, I'm in a lot of extracurriculars. Okay. Get some more. She got we enough. We need you. We need you. You see how quickly you, y'all just, you gonna be there. She gonna work the booth. No. After <laughs> she wanna work the damn booth. So no. Uh, you right. Okay. Right. Then, then no, we just go you, in like this pair. And you just, you volunteered. She ain't say shit about working no <laughs> booth. She's like, you, look, Marina's like, you gonna do it. Uh, let's try this again. Okay. Let's, let's, we gotta do it again. Amaya, would you like? Would you like? Would you please? Is that in your spirit? For, for just like two or three hours? Sure. I was Oh my, my gosh! Look at how you see how she was how she responded to that, that rather than nice. y'all being. Look at that! How easy it <laughs> was. Wait, Tracy here. The Tracy gonna be like, and no. And, and Tracy <laughs> be like, you gonna work that booth? No, <laughs> that's just for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Will she get her ass here? It's what I say. Go. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't shit. get Maya messed up. Oh goodness! <laughs> I'm about to, I'm to redo everything cussed. I did. She would have cussed. She yeah. wouldn't have said messed up. No, she, she would have. She would have said fucked up. Yes. <laughs> this is a podcast. We just say fucked up on here. <laughs> This is this is Detroit. It's different after dark. This is after not dark. direct. This is after dark, which yes. means it's for the adults, a grown folk. All right, so 
my closing comment. Thank you, Amaya, for being here. I appreciate it. Um, to my fantastic producers and co-hosts, uh, Maria Renee, my sister, James Brandon, we really, really, uh, I really appreciate you all. And then we collectively appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much for listening today. We did have fun. I think this is an interesting topic to discuss. Um, it kind of unfolded into something that I didn't plan, but that's perfect because that's what a podcast is all about. Research, people. Research. Talk learn. about this with the family. Absolutely. And email us about it, you mm-hmm. know. And please, more than anything, please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally like. costs you nothing but Zero a few dollars. seconds of time. Mm-hmm. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. We are out here, so help us out by sharing us out um, if you want to connect with us again eat cornbread and caviar on instagram and hit us up at eat cornbread and caviar at gmail.com i'm your host ramon and we are out <laughs>